Bauer, Senior Writer for Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's podcast, I'm going to be joined by my son once again, Henry Power, and we're going to give you all of our starts and sits for Week 7 of the fantasy football season. Before Henry and I get to those starts and sits for Week 7, I did want to mention that we are offering basketball leagues right now here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Go to rtsports.com. Click on the basketball link at the top of the page and get in one of our basketball leagues today. We have head-to-head scoring, we have roto scoring, and we have best ball format as well. And we're also doing DFS games here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports for Basketball. And you can always sign up for a football DFS league as well. Those are going off every week here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Just go to rtsports.com, click on the money league at the top of the page, and get in one of our leagues today. And now here I'm joined by Henry Power, my son. He's in seventh grade. He's been on the podcast with me before, and I appreciate him coming on and helping everybody get ready ready for week seven of the fantasy football season. Henry, thanks so much for joining me. No problem. Henry, how's your fantasy season going so far before we get into our starts and sits? You having a pretty good year? I'm having a pretty good year. I'm only four and two in second place. Anybody that concerns you right now on your team, you have any concerns with your team as you kind of we get into the second half of the season anything you're worried about i'm worried about most people on my team but mostly maybe girly i don't know he just came off an injury he's come back this week i don't know he might not do that much this week yeah girly is a little bit of concern you got to wonder about his health for the stretch run so let's get into week seven now henry let's kick off with this thursday night game tonight it's a good one should be a good one. Kansas City at Denver. I know Denver isn't great right now, 2-4, and four, but they're playing better football. Always tough to win at Mile High Stadium. Chiefs go there, coming off a loss at home to Houston. Henry and I were actually at that game. From a fantasy perspective, uh, that game last week was very exciting. For this week, not quite as exciting. This Broncos team has a pretty good defense, so I'm not sure the Chiefs are going to be as explosive as we're used to. For me in this game, one guy I like to start is going to be Royce Freeman, maybe a little bit under the radar for fantasy teams, but he's been pretty consistent this year, splitting the work with Philip Lindsay. He has double-digit carries all but a game, so he's getting the work. He also has at least four receptions for six games, so that always helps his fantasy numbers. And he has double-digit fantasy points three of six games. I think he's a good flex play in this one against Kansas City, who really struggled to stop the Texans last week running the ball. Carlos Hyde ran all over him. So I expect Denver to follow a similar approach, attacking this 30th overall run defense that's allowing 162 rushing yards per game. Henry, anyone you sitting in this matchup? I would say LaShawn McCoy. He's had fewer than 10 fantasy points each of his last two games. He does not have more than 60 rushing yards since week one. He's a tough matchup this week against the Broncos, a team that has allowed just 18 points per game. All right, next game, Los Angeles Rams, 3-3. Three and three, A reeling Rams team made some trades. A lot of noise by getting Jalen Ramsey. They travel to Atlanta, who is 1-5, been a big disappointment. A start for me in this one, I am still scared of that Rams passing attack after last week, but I like Robert Woods. I think he's a good play. He scored his first touchdown of the season last week. It was a rushing score, I know that. But despite his lack of scores, Woods is still 26th overall in fantasy receiver scoring. So he's still producing some pretty good games. He had a huge game in Week 4 against the Bucks. He's always capable of that. Plays the Falcons this week, just 27th against the pass, and they've allowed 15 passing touchdowns this season. So I think Woods can get going in this one. Henry, how about a sit? 
I would say Jared Goff. He does have a great matchup against the terrible Falcons defense, but how can you trust Goff after last week? Just 78 passing yards without a score. Has one or no passing touchdowns in four of his six games this year. Yeah, Goff is definitely hard to trust, and I like that call sitting him on the road, even though it's a pretty good matchup. If you have better options, I agree with Henry. I'd go with them. Next game, Miami Dolphins 0-5. Travel to Buffalo, who's 4-1. The surprising Bills playing really well right now. I think you have to load up on Bills in this one. It's a great matchup. They're at home. One Bill I like, like a lot this week, Josh Allen. He hasn't really been off the charts this year, but he's been very consistent. He has multiple touchdowns, three or five games. Top 240 passing yards, three games. He has more than 20 fantasy points, all but a game. He's always capable of the big game in this offense, and that gives him some added fantasy value because he can rush the ball so well. Kind of like Lamar Jackson, not quite in his category, but just below him, so that always gives him added fantasy value. Plays the Dolphins. We all know they're not very good. They allow the second most fantasy points to QBs. 26 overall against the pass. So let me guess, you're going to sit a Dolphin in this one, Henry. Yeah, I'm going to sit a golf Dolphin. I'm going to sit Kenyon Drake. He's lost out on work to Mark Walton last week. He's still not top 15 rushing yards in a game this year. And the Bills are 7th against the run this year. All right, next game, Jacksonville 2-4. and four, Travel to Cincinnati 0-6. This looks like a good matchup for Jacksonville. I know this team hasn't been off the charts this year, but they've been pretty good offensively at times. And I think this bodes well for a lot of Jacksonville Jaguars. And one Jacksonville Jaguar I like a lot this week is Leonard Fournette. He isn't really having a huge year, but he's been very consistent, especially compared to last year. He's sixth overall in fantasy scoring his last three games, three straight games with 100-plus total yards. Play Cincinnati, they allow the most fantasy points to running backs. They've been a disaster against the run all year. They allow 185 rushing yards per game. That's a great matchup for Fournette. I think he'll do great in this one. Henry, who do you, who do you not like in this one? I do not like Joe Mixon. He's been a huge bust this year. Had just 10 rushing yards last week. It's the third time this year he's not. He's had fewer than 20 rushing yards in the game. And the Jaguars are solid defensively, allowing fewer than 100 rushing yards two times this year. All right, next game. Oakland Raiders 3-2. and two, The surprising Raiders over 500. Traveled to Green Bay 5-1 and one, who got that win last week. Thanks to the help of the referees. Kind of couple brutal calls in that game but this Packers offense has not been very good uh, right now they got a lot of injuries as well so I'm going to look at a Raider Raider in this one for my start and that's Josh Jacobs I really like him right now first 100 yard game of his career his last time out two straight games with 100 plus total yards 24 plus fantasy points two of five games this year plays the Packers who are 23rd against the run allow the fifth most fantasy points to running backs Raiders coming off a bye week that always usually bodes well for an offensive game plan. I think they're going to dial up Jacobs in this one. He's going to get a lot of points. Henry, who are you sitting? I'm sitting Aaron Rodgers. The receivers are all hurt. Just a really banged up as a team. Rodgers has one or no scores three of his six games this year. He still doesn't have a three-touchdown game this year, and it's just staying away from him right now. All right, Henry's staying away from Aaron Rodgers. All right, next game, Minnesota Vikings 4-2, and two, go to Detroit 2-2-1. Two, two and one. Just talked about uh, the Green Bay-Detroit game a little bit. Detroit had a heartbreaker in that one. Now they get to go home, try to get it right against Minnesota. This is a bit of a defensive matchup in this one. Both these teams playing pretty good defense. But one guy I like offensively right now, Kirk Cousins. Man, he looks great. Two straight 300-yard games, 
Six touchdowns and one interception his last two games. The Lions, they're 28th against the pass, allowing 280 passing yards per game. So I look for Cousins to do well once again. Third straight week, I think Cousins is going to have a big game. Henry, who are you sitting in this one? I would sit Matthew Stafford. He failed to score a touchdown last week. He has fewer than 15 fantasy points two of his past three games. And he has another tough matchup this week against the Vikings. Minnesota allows the 10th fewest points to quarterbacks and ranked 7th overall against Bass. All right, next game, Houston, 4-2 at Indianapolis, 3-2. Like I mentioned, Henry and I saw Houston last week. They were very impressive in that game, weren't they, Henry? Yeah, they were very impressive. Deshaun Watson, real deal, huh? Mm-hmm. He is a real deal this year. He, he could be making a run at number one overall fantasy quarterback for the season. He's going to give Mahomes a run for his money. And, man, that offense looks great. So, Houston, 4-2. They go to Indianapolis. They're 3-2. I like Darren Fells in this one. Kind of a little bit another under-the-radar pick. But the Houston Texans are looking at the tight end a lot more. And Fells is taking advantage. He had a season high in catches and yards last week. He has 12 or more fantasy points three of his last four games. Like I said, Texans looking at the tight end a lot more. Indianapolis has struggled to stop the tight end this year. They allow the fifth most fantasy points to tight end. So I think Fells is a good play if you're looking for a bi-week replacement or an injury replacement for week seven. Henry, who are you sitting? I'd sit Jacoby Brissett. Brissett has been consistent, but not off the chart this year. He's failed to score a touchdown in his last game against the Chiefs. And the Texans are a very tough matchup against the big after their big road win against Kansas City. Yeah, it could be a tough game for Brissett. Like you said, he's played pretty well this year, but had a great matchup his last time out and didn't do much. So I, I think I kind of like that call, Henry. Next game, Arizona Cardinals 2-3-1, travel to New York 2-4. This looks like a great ma fantasy matchup on paper. I love, I love both teams in this one. Dial up all these players. Might not be a great game to watch if you're an NFL fan, but a fantasy fan, I, I would love it. One guy I really like, Kyler Murray this week, Arizona Cardinal quarterback, the rookie, really playing at a high level right now. He's taken advantage of some poor defenses in recent weeks. He has 27-plus fantasy points, two straight games, had his first three-touchdown game of his career last week. Now he gets New York, third straight poor opponent. New York allows his sixth-most fantasy points to quarterbacks, ranked 31st against the pass. I think Murray's going to have big success again in this one. Henry, you sitting anyone? I'm sitting no one in this game. Both defenses are terrible, so I would sit mostly anyone you have. Start anyone you Start. have. Start. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would too, Henry. Definitely a, not a great matchup if you're looking to play one of these defenses as a streamer or something. I definitely wouldn't do that. I think it's a good, good matchup for fantasy owners to target, especially DFS. Next game, San Francisco surprising 49ers 5-0. They go to Washington to play the Redskins 1-5. Kind of the exact opposites here. 49ers trending up, Washington trending down. I love both 49er backs in this game. Matt Breida, Tevin Coleman. I would start both of them if you have them. Breida, double-digit fantasy points, four straight games. Coleman has at least 14 fantasy points each of the last two games he's played since coming back from his injury. The Redskins allow the fourth-most fantasy points to running backs. They're just 28th against the run as well. So I like both 49er backs. Henry, who are you sitting I'll say Terry McLaurin. He's the best rookie receiver in football this year. He's been great almost every game, but he's moving into must-start territory. But a game this week against the 49ers is a, little, is a little worrisome. The 49ers' defense has been dominating recent weeks, especially last week against the Rams. The 49ers are first overall against the pass and allow just 13 points per game. 
Could be a long day for the Redskins offense in this one. All right, next game. Saints, 5-1, travel to Chicago, 3-2. Chicago coming off a bye. They're going to get Mitchell Trubisky back in the lineup. Uh, I like Allen Robinson in this one. Uh, not a great fantasy matchup, to be honest with you. Both these defenses have been pretty good, but I like Robinson. He's moving into must-start territory for me, kind of like Terry McLaurin is. Uh, as Henry just mentioned him, he's near that territory as well. Robinson has at least six receptions, all but a game this year. Twelve or more fantasy points, all but a game as well. He's getting a ton of weekly targets. Saints are much improved defensively, but I still think if you're going to get them, it's going to be through the air. So I like Robinson in this one. Henry, who are you sitting? I would sit Mitchell Trubisky. He's expected to turn from a shoulder injury this week. That doesn't mean he should be in your lineups, though. The Saints are 11th against the pass line, 238 passing yards per game this year. All right, next game. Los Angeles Chargers, 2-4 at Tennessee, 2-4. Chargers on the road, even though it felt like they were on the road last week. This one's another one that's not a great fantasy matchup. Not a lot of there's a couple low-scoring fantasy games out here. It looks like uh, for this week, but one guy I do like Corey Davis, especially since Ryan Tannehill's starting this week. I think this is going to be good for Davis. He takes more chances down the field than Mariota does. Davis does have fewer than 10 fantasy points all but a game, but he had 20 fantasy points in his one big game, so he's more than capable of that huge game. Very talented receiver. Chargers are fifth against the run, but just 22nd against the pass. So Tennessee's going to have success. I think it's going to be through the air, and I might take a chance on Davis. Henry, who do you not like in this one? I do not like Derrick Henry. He's a season low of 28 rushing yards last week, and he has fewer than 50 rushing yards two of his four last four games. Has more than 18 fantasy points just once all year. Pretty mediocre. And the Chargers have a solid defense, allowing fewer than 20 points per game. All right, next game, Baltimore, 4-2 at Seattle, 5-2. This is one fantasy matchup I do like. Two very good offenses and some defenses that are just so-so, not the defenses of past years for Baltimore and Seattle. So I think this is a game to target for fantasy owners. One guy I like a lot is Seahawks receiver, rookie receiver, DK Metcalf. Had four receptions for 69 yards last week, 60-plus yards, four of six games this year. He's having a solid rookie year, not quite like Terry McLaurin, but he's done well. And I like him to do well against Baltimore, 25th against the pass this year. So I think D DK Metcalf is a guy I would look at using maybe as a number three receiver or low-end number two. Henry, who do you not like? I do not like Marquise Brown. He's not 100% this week, and he has not topped 50, rush, 50, 50 yards since week two. He has less than 25 yards each of his two last two games. Yeah, Brown's iffy to play as well. Uh, if he plays, like you said, he's probably not going to be 100% as well, so... Might be a good idea just to stay away from him. Sunday night game, Philadelphia Eagles 3-3 three three at Dallas Cowboys 3-3. Three three. The reeling Cowboys get the Eagles, who their head coach, Doug Peterson, promised a win in this one. Not sure if that's a great idea. From a fantasy perspective, this looks like a good one to target. Both these offenses are pretty good. Defenses aren't the best, especially recently with Dallas. They haven't been great. But one guy I do like with Dallas this week is Michael Gallup. Wasn't great last week. He had just four receptions for 48 yards, but he had seven targets in the game, so those are decent numbers. Mari Cooper's hurting. He's probably not going to play. That makes Gallup the number one receiver, and he has 100-yard games, two of four this year, and at least six receptions in all but one game. This is a great matchup for Gallup. He's getting the team that's allowed the most fantasy points to receivers. 
I think Gallup can be a low-end number one receiver in this matchup. Henry, anybody you don't like? I do not like Dak Prescott. He just shut. He did. He just got shut down by the terrible Jets defense, and their offensive line has been really banged up, and receivers are hurting. Both Cooper and Cobb might not play. That's not a very exciting option because of all the injuries. All right, Monday night game, last game of the week, week seven, last game Monday night, New England Patriots six and zero, New York Jets one and four. Jets surprised people last week, looked a little better. Hopefully they can make a game of this. But again, if you're looking at this fantasy perspective, it looks like you want to go with some Patriots here. Jets have a tough matchup against a very good Patriots defense. So I'm rolling with the Patriots. And one guy I like, Sony Michelle, two straight 100-yard game, two, two straight games with 100-plus total yards, 80 rushing yards, half of his games this year, been pretty consistent. And he has touchdowns three of six games in this good offense. The Jets had all sorts of trouble stopping Ezekiel Elliott last week. Patriots could get up big and run off, and so I think Michelle's a good play. Henry, who do you not like? I do not like Le'Veon Bell. He's been pretty mediocre in recent weeks. He scored a touchdown last week, which saved his poor fantasy game. He has just he has just 50 or fewer rushing yards, three straight games, and his season high is just 68 yards. The Patriots should focus their game plan on shutting down Bell. New England allows the second fewest fantasy points to running backs and just eight points per game. All right, that's all the week seven games. Henry and I gave you all our starts and sits for this week. Henry, thanks for so much for joining me once again. I really appreciate it. No problem. Good luck in your game this weekend. You think you're going to win this weekend? Got a big matchup? I think I can win this week. All right, you heard it here first. Henry thinks he's going to win this week. And I want to thank everybody for listening to the week seven Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. This has been Jeff Power and my son Henry Power for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. We want to wish everybody a great week and good luck in all of your Week 7 games. This has been Jeff Power, Senior Writer for Real-Time Fantasy.